Yabba dabba doo. What's up, guys? This is Brian from Midnight Coffee Hour. I just finished a badass workout, uh, upper body, that I got from my certified personal trainer, Kelsey. If you are wanting more information on that, send me a message uh, on Facebook or wherever, and I'll, I'll shoot her your way. She's, she does online personal training as well. Um, so this is part three of 10 perplexing or quick fire or brain rattling topics um, and kind of my two cents on them. So buckle up, boys and girls. Here we go. Number one, how should we prevent future mass shootings? Damn, that's a, that's a hard first question. Um, cause then that gets into the whole gun rights type thing. Um, something cool that happened at my high school, and that was the first time I'd seen this, is, um, we got metal detectors. Kind of as you walk in, every entrance had metal detectors and a security guard working it. So I think that if that was just my school, it'd be smart to put that in every school. Uh, obviously that means you have to hire a new police member to uh, patrol the doorways um, but it's smart <laughs> that's my two cents I think it's smart and then having a metal detector is a great way unless someone comes in with a I don't know an airsoft gun and has modified it for real bullets or um, you know fatal bullets I think that I think that a metal detector is a smart idea and to have no freaking possible way to get into a a school without passing through a metal detector. Smart. Should do that if they don't argue. Um, so that's that's one way we can prevent future mass shootings at schools. I don't know. Mass shootings socialize. Just be a good people. Stop being assholes. That's why people you know, have mass shootings. That's why people want to kill people. Because people don't like people. Because people suck. People are ugly. People are mean. So stop being that do your part maybe they won't kill you uh question number two does reality tv promote dangerous stereotypes yes Rea does social media promote that's how i'm taking this answer this question promote dangerous stereotypes fuck yeah it does because <clears throat> it showcases it showcases all the bad nothing there isn't a whole lot of good that happens you know on uh on tv or on um on social media because good isn't exciting really unless it is like a whole new law that you know abolishes something or does some badass thing or gives a new right to people it's not something exciting and and it's nobody's gonna react to it and that's stupid but people just like negative shit um so to answer the question without giving all my opinions and thoughts does reality tv promote dangerous stereotypes yes Question number three. Did a newspaper act irresponsible? Did a newspaper act irresponsibly by publishing an address of gun owners? Yes. That's kind of weird. I haven't seen this. I haven't heard about this, but that would be irresponsible to publish an address of anybody um, who did not give you the rights to do so. Um, so, or the authorization to, to do so. Number four, is dating a thing of the past? Fuck, it seems like it. <laughs> I've been on a date and 
ages and uh, haven't been in a relationship in ages and uh, believe me or believe me that's kind of against my will I'd love to go on a date uh, I would love to uh, have a relationship but at the same time um, it's probably the age that I'm at right now but I am really focused and uh, I'm conserving my time I just I really want to preserve it and if I'm going to use my time use it efficiently and get shit done because I have three younger siblings uh, who are not yet adults and I have to fucking show them something awesome I have to be somebody worth looking up to and I think that's my my responsibility so I'm not really focused on the relationship side and I'm more focused on um, proving my independence and proving my capabilities so for instance I dropped out of college and um I would really like to get out of a 9-to-5 job. I would like to show them that, like, yeah, brother dropped out of college. Parents didn't agree with that, but fuck, look where he's at now. He's self-employed. He's been trying to do this for a long time, and he's killing it. And he has an awesome life, and with an awesome life usually comes an awesome wife, future down the, lo- or down the line. So um, I'm going to focus on, on an awesome life first and just fulfillment and happiness because that's what... That's, that's what success is for me. It's health, wealth, and love, baby. You got to have all three, and you got you to gotta put the work in. So um, that's what I'm doing right now. Um, let's see. Number five. Would you feel safer with armed guards patrolling your school? Duh. Just talked about that. So, yep. That's my answer. They should obviously have concealed carry and have them concealed and only use them when they need to. For instance, if somebody walks through the metal detector and pulls out a gun and is aiming it at students or, you know, I don't know, has a gun within the premises, then, yeah, they should they should be able to, to use that for the sake of safety. Um, yeah, case closed. Question number six. Should women be allowed to fight on the front lines alongside men? Fuck yeah, they should. We should have more women than men in our military. As weird and uh, strange as that sounds, did you know a woman is like 18% more likely to survive a gun wound than a man? And it's because of the hormones or something like that. Google it. Look it up. I'm not lying. So that... A female army is a stronger army. Or a more durable army. An army that can take more hits. So, that is that. Because, you know what? That's the funny thing. If uh, if, if if our military didn't use guns, I would say, no, all men. Get the real big broody ones. Get the ones that barely can take a lot of punches and have a heavy fist. But that's not how things are anymore. Fuck, there isn't much fighting at all anymore. It's all pew pew. You know, it's whoever gets you in their sights first. It's... It's a whole different era. It's a whole different way of uh, solving conflict, and it's stupid in my opinion. I'm sure it's fun and cool to blow shit up, but it's just... <laughs> it's weak. It's weak in my mind, man. I think that, uh, honestly, be- between countries, if it's... It shouldn't It shouldn't be that. There shouldn't. We shouldn't even have a, a military of, you know, who's better, you know, dick measuring contest. I think that... If uh, our the leader of our country has a problem with the leader of the other country, they should fucking resolve it between the two of them. Case closed. I don't think that there should be a bunch of pawns being thrown and uh, and tossed around. 
think that the two kings should duke it out. Uh, whether that be physically or, or just verbally. Question number seven. Have curse words become so common that they've lost their shock value? Um. Yeah. It's not as shocking to hear someone curse anymore. However, I'm also going to say that curse words haven't lost their their uh, significance when used properly. I think that curse words are great. Um, when they're used properly, they're, they're great ways to, um, you know, add emphasis, to show passion, to show, to show your, your feelings within that statement, um, to show, like, how serious you take whatever you're saying. However, you know, if you are somebody who cusses every sentence and uses a cuss word as, as much as most of us use the word like, which I wish I could remove that from ever happening, but that happened from growing up in the age that I did. Um, that would be <laughs> very, very negligent and uh, irresponsible, and you would be thought of as such. Nobody would know. I mean, that's just how it is. Like, when people talk and say cuss words every sentence, you just think, oh, that, that kid's immature, or that person's a kid. Um, so question was have they lost their shock value yes um are they less efficient no just how you use them question number eight is school designed more for girls than boys hmm let me take a second to hydrate and think about that i can't say i really understand the question it's been my interpretation that school is uh, designed for children to get them the base level education for adulthood and living outside of that. However, I will say that almost entirely everything from the mandatory education system, you know, K to 12, has nothing to do with survival. So would we survive without it? Of course. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like the the stuff you. This goes back to the homeschooling question of last last podcast, if done properly. I think that the home life is, uh, regardless of whether you're in public school or or homeschool, I think it's it's more valuable on a survivalist basis than a. Uh, the brick and mortar education because you know learning to, to cook learning to clothe yourself learning how to, to wipe your ass <laughs> all the things that you actually need in the world you, you get that at home learning how to treat people you get that at home um, we can talk about it in history class we can talk about it in speech and debate but we won't be able to see it and see proper conflict resolution unless it's in person and so uh I don't know. That's so is school designed more for girls than boys? No. I think that school's designed for for boys and girls equally um as a means for providing 
the standard, providing, I was going to say the base educational needs, but they aren't really needs. I, I would say providing the base knowledge that is our <coughs> standard in society. Number nine, what makes a good commercial? I will tell you what makes a good commercial. Flashy, HD-looking stuff. <laughs> and uh, non-annoying voices. So, for instance, a Sonic commercial. Freaking, they kill it. They do it really well because they got these nice little slurpees they put in your face. And it's like the middle of summer here. So you see this nice, cold, sweating glass. Or like, or like the Coca-Cola commercials, too. All these really successful companies, they do it right. And this is why. They're appealing. Um, they're, they're appealing on, on a physical level because you're like, man, I'm going to feel so relieved and so cooled off from this hot, blistering sun once I grab one of those, you know, cold sprites or little sonic slush or whatnot. Or man, I'm really hungry and that corn dog looks great. I'm not even a corn dog fan, but that looks yummy because they, they make, you know, the cheese melt or they make this barbecue sauce kind of drip down the side of the burger. They make the buns look extra sweaty from butter or whatnot like they they are good at what they do so what makes a good commercial something that has appeal to it whether that be and you know what i've seen some commercials uh, shoot fuck let's talk about medications those commercials and every pill commercial you'll watch you'll see somebody with a happy dog running through a happy field with a happy spouse who's got a good sex life and a good they've got lots of friends and whatever there's sexual appeal there's health appeal there's community. There's a feeling of belonging. Um, so, it, like, <laughs> everything in the hierarchy of needs is taken care of. And a, a purpose, a feeling of, of value and and, and a special, you know, purpose within the community. That's all given in a RX commercial. So... That's my two cents on what makes a good commercial is providing appeal. And, and really, if you like following the, the hierarchy of needs without having, without flooding it, that's, a, that's what makes a good commercial because it's exactly what we need. Number 10, do violent video games make people more violent in real life? Gosh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I don't I think that violent video games might um, change our psyche in a way that makes violence more acceptable because we're so used to it. Uh, you know, from a young age, we're playing, you know, Call of Duty and we're, we're used to busting holes in doors and shooting up everybody in the room because it's like for the sake of winning for our team or, or being on the good guys team, but I hate to break it to you, but the bad guys probably think they're good guys too. That's another thing. Is uh, I don't know. Killing isn't 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 good. I think it's and especially like war and such. It's all perspective. Honestly, a a healthy war would be a war not fought because there's there's really no winning side. There's there's a side that knows they killed a lot of people who might have had good intentions, but they're just following their leader's request um, because they are legally uh, bound to those or you have those who who died so um, you know I don't I don't think that video games 
make people more violent, but I think that they make violence more acceptable because it's just what you're used to seeing, even though it's not what you're used to living. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. Maybe they do. That's a, that's a hard question to answer. Maybe, you know, if, if you settle all your scores with your, 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 your parents and with school life and all your stresses by going on to Call of Duty and just, you know, tearing people up with, with guns, maybe that kind of instills a false conflict resolution in you and you think that, hey, you know, Call of Duty isn't doing it for me right now. I just got done with a big breakup and whatnot. I just lost my job or, you know, I'm, I'm bankrupt or whatever the case may be, whatever your stressors are. And you're like, I just need to go, you know, unleash some bullets on some people. I mean, in that case, yeah, I guess video games made it a form of conflict resolution that, that really doesn't solve the problem for you. It just, it just creates a, a monster. So, um, that's the end of those 10 questions. I hope you liked them. Hope you enjoyed them. If it is, and shoot me more, more questions if, if you want to hear more answers and my kind of thoughts on them. Um, yeah, I had a blast. I hope, and I should, um, I hope that I post out more more of these topics and questions and answers um, shortly. I think I'm done for today, but um, you should definitely hear from me in the following days. And uh, I'm excited to, to kind of reconnect. It's been a while. Um, so that being said, hope you guys have a baller day. And uh, if it's nighttime, I hope you have a, a sweet night and uh, prepare for a stellar tomorrow. And I'll see you around.